Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of EKG. My name is Edgar Guzman. And I'm Sister Kathleen. Happy to be with you once again with another episode. Today, we're looking at the joys of life, past, present, and future. Uh, and what that means, where God is in all that, where our faith is in all that, and where community, all of you, are in all that. Right. So, so Sister Kathleen and I are kind of talking about this topic and those moments of joy, those moments of where you can call it being proud too of yourself, mm-hmm. of your achievements, of all the mm-hmm. things that you've done, the hard work you put into, into whatever it may be, and you just feel happy. And maybe I, I mentioned that right now, and I think of those moments where I'm with friends, and it's just true. You're just truly in the moment and enjoying it. That's right. And it's something I say, yeah, that is something divine. That is something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Have you had moments like that, sister? Uh, with friends, with the other sisters in your order, or, or some point where it was just true enjoyment, true joy? I, oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of hard just at, at the spur of the moment to, to really put it together, but I can think of one that's happened within the last month and a half. Mm. Um, during the, the time of uh, COVID, we haven't been able to get together except by Zoom. Mm. And so there's no f- physical coming together. And the, Like on a, on a national stage, you're saying? Or even the sisters in California. Oh, okay. like, like we decided that we're not, we're not seeing each other at any meeting or anything mm-hmm. where we're physically present with one another. And, and we're pretty close out here, and we all seem to be native Californians, even though we belong to an international mm-hmm. order. But so we started a process to celebrate 10 years of uh, that we've been a, a, a province where four provinces came together to make one province. Mm-hmm. And, but we don't know each other. I know the people that entered to the St. Louis province, but I don't know the people that in Minnesota or Milwaukee or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we started what we called circles of conversation circles to celebrate 10 years of being a province. And I was my circle, I didn't want to be with anybody that I knew before. And so my circle was uh, five other people that were from Minnesota, um, Michigan, Dallas, you know, we were all over, all over the place. And we met consistently once a month by Zoom for eight months. Mm. And it was a powerful experience of getting to know people at this age in my life and their age. And they're all, I think I'm one of the younger ones of the group. (laughs) And so it was somehow they didn't know the baggage I had before so it's just let's just get to know each Mm -hmm, other mm -hmm. Uh, and then we took a break for the the three months of summer and hadn't seen each other and just last week the first I think it was the first Monday of September it was Labor Day and Mm. we decided that we would uh, meet again and decide whether we were going to go on and we've decided to go continue to meet but the day before we were going to meet, I, got, I began to get excited about seeing these sisters again and seeing mm-hmm. where their life had been in the last three months mm. and how, you know, and we had a wonderful evening of just sharing and catching up. And uh, even though we were not personally, we've never met in person, mm. and, but we, we've just uh, 
I know that that was just a, a pure joy moment that evening we spent together. And everybody looks healthy and happy and dealing with the things we dealt with with COVID and everything else and, and the moves in our lives and, and stuff like that. So, mm. You know, I, I look back in a moment uh, in my 33 years of life <laughs> experience. Um, and then the, the first one that comes to mind is, is uh, this activity that I did, a marching band, for those who don't know. It's called Drum Corps International. And it's basically, they describe themselves as the major leagues of marching band. And it's, imagine you're a high school marching band, but now imagine it 100 times harder and more intricate and more detail. Uh, it's a very beautiful activity. If you've never seen it or heard any, anything about it, just Google DCI, and I'm sure some videos will pop out. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful activity. I obviously have a, a soft place for it. Um, but in those moments, definitely not in those times, though, sister, um, I w- it wasn't always joy, <laughs> right? right. Uh, it was a lot of hard work and miserable times. And really was like the first time I, ju- I had just graduated high school because I did it the first three years after high school. Uh, and as I was gone all summer long. Though this is a summer long activity, I came home maybe twice during the summer for uh-huh. a day or a day and a half. And that was about it. Uh, so that's number one. It was a big move for me to be away from my family for that long. And on my own, and you know, I wasn't. I mean, they fed us and they transported us and knew everything, but I was on my own, and so a lot right. of things I felt I felt like a little move away, you know, a summer long camp or something right. like that. But in those moments, and looking back, and it's always easier to look back on things, right, and say like, oh, how yeah. beautiful! And I'm definitely having that right now. Uh, but it truly was true joy. Truly was God was present in those moments with me, uh, experiencing that I was able to experience this, this activity, something so beautiful, something I was so proud of. Um, and I remember thinking to myself before I got there, because I had no clue what I was getting into 100%, um, that uh, uh, a, a skinny old, not skinny, but I mean old, a, a skinny young Mexican-American boy from Porterville, from the <laughs> valley, is doing this activity that is, uh, if you know of this activity, it's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. a coveted, uh, music spot that you know thousands of, of young people audition for and want to be a part of and here I was being a part of this thing that many people even in Portable had no clue what it was about right um, only actually up to this point I think it's only about four or five people from Portable have ever done this activity uh, so looking back on that it was something so beautiful I made lifelong friends people who I, I you know grow good yeah. friends that I'm still friends with right now and I, and I look back and I think God was God's hand was already at play in these things for things in the future, right? The the way these activities have this activity has blessed me, has given me gifts, who've made me really uh, of who I am today. Sounds cliche, but we all have had those moments. Yeah. Um, but I was so proud of what I was doing, so full of joy that I was there. Again, wasn't always in the moment. You wasn't always happy, right? Um, but looking back on it and, and seeing right. the experience that I had, it was truly a divine joy, right? Mm-hmm. Divine joy. Number one, that I was fortunate enough to have this opportunity because it's weird, this activity. We actually pay money. They don't pay us. So they pay, we pay money to be a part of this activity. Um, and and I was f- fortunate enough to do that because we, we, we were... We weren't. We were a little tight on cash as a family, but I'd already been working and, and working towards that, so I had some money saved up. 
that number one, that I was fortunate to do that. Number one, that I was fortunate that I have an able, healthy body uh, to do this musical activity because it is a sport. It's a lot of physical activity and breathing right. and running around and doing all this stuff. That I was able to have the personality type to do this, to, to acknowledge, to recognize these beautiful moments and to make friends in this way. Uh, and that I had these talents, right, that I was able to do that. I look at this, I look back on this now and this beautiful music that I made, these beautiful movements on the football field that we we're a part of. And something that I always connected with my music, whatever I was playing, I always connected it to my life. To, uh, like, like a musician, right? We've heard of musicians who write music or just instrumental. They think of a, a someone in their life or they're inspired by something. Uh, I, I did the same. For me, it was easy to connect it. Because one thing that taught me was you have to be intentional to the things that you are playing or doing. And I now, one way that I've translated that to my life, I have to be intentional with the words and the deeds that I do. Right. right? Um, and I think our faith teaches that as well. And so in those times, I always think of life, some activity, some person. So I remember in this time, uh, one of those summers, my grandmother on my mom's side passed away. And I was very sad that I wasn't there, uh, that we weren't able to go. It was a little bit sudden. Um, and given any other time, uh, I would have gone with my mom. My mom was the only one that went. And there's this beautiful ballad that we're playing in this show, right? And, and uh, weirdly enough, I was struggling to connect something. And in that moment, that, uh, that event that was, you know, uh, grieving, you know, grieving, those moments of grieving for me, of grief for me, I was able to connect that with that. Because then I started making a movie in my head with the songs and the music. And I was so happy. It, it turned my sorrow into joy because when I was playing this music along with all my brothers and sisters and this uh, Santa Clara Vanguard Cadets, it's called the group, um, we were making this beautiful music and I would be selfish and I would take this and I said, I give it to you, God. Mm-hmm. Give this to my grandma. Right? Yeah. And I know as a gift or something. Uh, and it was just so beautiful for me and I was so proud of it because I know my grandma would appreciate it. But I was, it was a, a now that I think of it, sister, this was a prayer right. being done because I was offering it up. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, totally did not think about it then. Right? right. So looking back on the past, <laughs> I, I, and it's always easier, right? right? I see God in those moments. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I think with your, your experience that you shared, obviously it's a religious community and, right. and we're all there and the spirit is moving along there. But God is obviously among there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, before we started doing this, we were talking about these things, and and Edgar shared a little bit of what he just shared, but this you fleshed it out mm-hmm, here, and mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's like upon reflection. So that that almost leads me, we experience the joy, but to then reflect on why it was such a joyful moment. Yeah, yeah I think so. it, and I think sometimes we don't make that connection Mm -hmm. because one of the things i shared before we started record recording was i you know i i love sports and i grew up doing sports but because of my age there was no high school sport for girls except for intramural sports Mm. except for swimming and tennis and uh and i wanted to play other schools i wanted to be in in a competition and and to really get to know people in other places too and i wasn't so keen on getting up at the crack of dawn and doing laps (laughs) in a pool in the dead of winter in the fog and so i i said i'll play tennis and i didn't even know how to play how to score how to do anything and uh i got a 
old dilapidated racket that was, you know, and I went out for the team. And I, as a freshman, I made the team, the varsity team as a freshman. So I knew then, okay, if I can just maintain this, I'm going to be a four-year letterman and Mm -hmm. I'll have my sweater and, you know, all of that stuff. And, but the thing about playing tennis, the God-given gift of coordination, of learning the game, of playing it in my head, of executing that perfect down the line forehand or the the serve that just curved out at the last minute mm-hmm. and the other person couldn't get it. I mean, all of those things were just like you go, yes. <laughs> and, and and I actually, and it's it's funny you bring it that, that every summer you did, every summer I would play tournaments. My coach insisted mm-hmm. that a few of us play tournaments up and down the coast of of California. So then I got to go to all these little ritzy racket clubs all over and stay there and play in a tournament. And then my senior year, um, which I never paid that much attention to before, the rankings came out. And, mm. and in Northern California, I was second in singles and first in doubles, wow. my doubles partner and I. And in Southern California, it was just flipped the other way around. We were first, uh, uh, I was first in what was it? I was first in the singles and then we were second in doubles. Hmm. So, you know, that was just a joy. And then, then I came to Fresno State and there wasn't any girls tennis team. Hmm. But the coach one day saw me out playing with one of my friends and, and he said, you want to hit with us? And so I hit with the boys team, <laughs> but I couldn't play, yeah. you know. And, but you, to look at me today, you'd say she used to do that. <laughs> but... Um, She's being it, modest. I know you're out there practicing. No, 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 no. And, but it was just, God gave me the gift, the coordination, the desire, the, um, the ability, and uh, I loved it. And so I just watched these two young ladies who played in the U.S. Open and see their joy. Mm-hmm. And then my idol, Billie Jean King, at the time, it was my idol, you know, was handing, you know, the the trophy over to them and everything and I'm just like all of the and and I somebody I said that to somebody here in Fresno and they went to some big athletic director or something and got her her to autograph a, uh-huh. a program for me but all those things and it's like God plants all these little things in your life and and it Upon reflection, those are moments of joy that sustain us in our lives. So as we mentioned it's easy to look back on past events and see God in there sister. Let's talk about the future and the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those moments that we're reflecting on and seeing the joy and God's hand at play and those formative events in our mm-hmm. years. Uh, we're talking about joyful formative events. There's also traumatic or, or grieving or sorrowful yeah. formative events. Um, they turn into joy. Yeah, that, yeah. if we look upon back on reflection. Yeah, upon <laughs> reflection. Um, so in the present, sister, how do you find joy? How do you recognize when you're in the moment and the times that you are today? I, I think for me, it's really to live a life of prayer and awareness because they're there. How many of I, you know, I could dwell forever on how many joyful moments have I missed because I was distracted mm-hmm. by something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the joy of, of uh, you know, preparing up 
a wonderful meal that's pretty and looks nice and you, everything comes together and, and you're able to to enjoy a, a wonderful meal and to share it with others. The joy of, uh, I had the the joy of uh, being there. I didn't want to be there, but uh, being there at the moment of my nephew's birth, uh, where the doctor <laughs> came in behind me in the room and wouldn't let me leave. He said, you, you need to count. And so I was the first one to see him born and I almost flipped out. But but that joy, and, and we have a special connection, my nephew and I. Um, and and so that, it, being a religious, I never thought I would be in that position. You know, but it also was a moment of joy for me to be with my sister and my brother-in-law. Um, it, it's about living in the present moment and looking for that joy and look even in the midst of sorrow Mm -hmm. looking for what is the gift wrapped up because the pope francis says all the time god is the god of surprises Mm -hmm. so i got to look for the surprises uh you know yeah i i i think for myself where do i find joy in the present moments or the present stage of life that i'm at um you know i i take joy and you, you mentioned already, sister, the re, the time to reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard that right? enjoy the present moment, you know, be living the moment, something which can be misleading mm-hmm. too. But I think, given with what our faith teaches us, to reflect and to discern, to right. discern, right? I, I've taken that to heart, and I'm trying to be better at that in the present moment, mm-hmm. right? Why do I feel this way? How how blessed am I to be in this area of of life right now? Uh, you know those those type of things, and unfortunately, that's prompted by all the other tragedies in the world that I hear and that I've seen from others right. that make me reflect on how is my life then. Right. right. Uh, I wish I could do that without those incidents, but it's, it's for I think it's human nature that we don't realize what we have until we lose it or we hit rock bottom mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And, and I just I just wish there was a different way to go about it. And I think there is, but it's it's easier for us to notice it then in those moments. Um, so I, now I really take joy in the outcome of my reflections, right. in the outcome of my of the time that I took to discern or to the attempt to discern, the attempt right, to reflect. Right. And at the end, I was like, you know what? This was the right choice. This was what God willed for me. Yeah. This is where God called me. You know, I, I truly feel that. You know, sister, I feel that way about having this job. I know it might sound corny or cliche, but I do recognize that. Although, uh, like any other job, you know, it's yeah. not uh, not always the most beautiful and I don't wake up all the time saying, yay, I'm going to work, <laughs> right? Um, but when no, I do not. <laughs> but when I, I discern and I reflect on where I am in life, right. this is where God has called me, truly. Right. I, I do believe that 100%. And then yes, and then right now, I'm having those mo- that feeling of, of accomplishment, of being proud uh, of not just like, hey, everybody look at me, but proud of everything that I've gone through. Exactly. The things that I've reflected to where it's brought me today, right? So, I, for me, in a weird way, it's it's finding joy in the present because of my discernment and my reflection, which causes delay, right? <laughs> in in that, but it's it's I'm able to truly see God now in 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 the present moment. Yeah, and and for me, from my vantage point at this point, because I, I wasn't always this holy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but but there's a wisdom that comes to it. it you yeah, know, our you our lives are go. are an accumulation of events and and talents and interactions with people and and I'm I'm happy. You know, 
like this September, this December, excuse me, not September, this December, I turned 75. I don't feel 75, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm glad. Because you got those moves on the court still. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to go find a pickleball game. <laughs> um, I have, Believe it or not, I have friends. You can need to come out to pickleball. Really? I'm like, yeah. oh, God, no. But anyway, it's it's how these how do you take all of these events good and or, or maybe not so joyful and joyful and weave them together into this you, this moment of wisdom what is god what are the final i can i think looking back i can face just about anything because i also know that i have many many people that that know and love me mm -hmm. and we're you know, it, it, wisdom comes, and God is there in those moments too. So, now, what about the future? Mm. The joys of the future, which is a little odd to say, I think, um, because we don't know what the right. future holds, or we'll, definitely the plans that we have certainly don't all go as you plan them. How do we find joy in the future? How do you, sister, find joy in the future? Well, I think if something worked for you before, it's going to work for you <laughs> in the future. So I'm, I, it has looked, I've learned to look for God in those moments. And so I, as I move into the future, I'm going to continue to look for God. And, and I, that is sustained by a prayer life. That is sustained by reflection and discernment that you talked about. That is sustained by saying, let's try things new let's let's do more you know with your life mm -hmm. and so god is not going to let me down and and it's god has been there always in the past i've come to the realization i can't be outside of god really even if i'm not behaving properly or i'm not <laughs> doing what i should be yeah, doing yeah. i'm not outside of god god's just waiting for me i had this really wonderful little experience where someone that i know and love dearly uh wouldn't get vaccinated and so you know i tried and tried and tried and realized i couldn't do that i just have to you wait and she got to a point where something that she wanted to do really bad uh she could not do unless she were vaccinated mm. and so it's kind of like god wasn't arguing with her like i was arguing with her <laughs> and god waited and it's kind of that conversion moment where i really want this in my life the joy or whatever or the the ability to make friends and and i can't do that if it, if i don't do this and so i had to learn to rejoice with her that she'd come to that moment, but not to say, wow, I'm so happy you finally decided yeah. to do that, you know, because it, I guess the future is going to come no matter what. So I rely yeah. on good and old practices. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's very true. Um, thinking of the future, you know, I, I am in, in the stage of life, God willing, that I have much future in front of me to where I can see accomplishments right. that I'm, I'm struggling with right now going through right now and my my young family you know so so i look at the future and the future joys potentially god willing that that are that i may experience um and i think you're right what's worked in the past is probably going to work for you in the future 
so for me, I'm thinking, okay, if, if I know, if I've trusted God up to this point, mm-hmm. continue trusting mm-hmm. God. Right. But, but keep, uh, keep, don't, don't get lost in the future. No. Right? I think as students, as when I was going through college, probably you too, sister, there was no future. <laughs> I didn't feel like there was a future just because I was so lost in the moment, right. not in a good way. Yeah. But I was overwhelmed by being in the moment that I was not able to see my future right. or what the purpose of the future was. Right. Um, and now with my faith coming to play, and, and I think I have a little better grasp on, right. on what my, the faith plays in my life because now it, it is the same. Right. Edgar is, you know, uh, tr- trying to follow Christ. That's just who, who I want to be and that's who right. I'm trying to, right. to live as. That if I continue down that road, attempting to live this way, then these joys that I've experienced and I'm currently experienced will continue. Right. So my future lies in the, the past, in, in a way, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and to continue striving for, right. those, for those moments of joy. Recognizing that I cannot get lost in that because right. I think the opposite happens for many people too is from getting overwhelmed by the present you get overwhelmed by the future right I think some people just change their focus completely on the future uh, when I get there when I make this much money when I graduate when I have this house when I have this car right and and that's what they worked right and much of my academic career was that right once once I get my diploma which I think is partially my fault partially Society right. <laughs> and school and what it tells you that your value is minimum until you have that piece of paper. Yeah. That we get lost in those moments. So I, I think our view, our joys of past, present, and future change over time right. with us. And, and so now, now that I say that out loud, then I hope what I can do in my ministry and as a person is help others see the joys in their lives that have happened and are happening now. Right. And and just as you were talking about that, you know, it, what flashed in my mind is, you know, every morning as I as I wake up, I you know, I, I try to think, okay, what's 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 out there for this mm-hmm. day? I I have a plan, but what what could come at me, what whatever. But just as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, our future is not out there. Every morning I step into the future mm-hmm. with the next day and the next day, and the next day. And one of those days might might carry something catastrophic. Uh, what if my health fails? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if I, I lose my job? What if I uh, can't, what if I lose my memory? I mean, people in my family have lost that, mm-hmm. you know? So those are things, but I don't let that affect my day <laughs> because my day is the next step into that mm-hmm. future. So to use what I have or, or whatever. And, um, and and it's very, I think a lot of people fall into that whole thing. When I get my diploma, yeah. when yeah, I yeah. make that money, when I get my new house, when I, you know, have uh, whatever it is mm-hmm. that, that w- is out there ahead of us, are they certainly things that we should strive for? Yes. But it shouldn't ruin today because yeah. the future won't be that if it ruins today. Sister, to, to wrap up, do you have a, a one-liner or a short thing of how, how you find joy? When you're just down in the, in the slumps and you're not feeling well, like, what, how do you find joy? What Do you have a go-to? Like, if I just do this, I, I know I'll find joy. Um, okay, now you're going to 
make me show off some of my really weird stuff. Uh, um, and it's not really that weird. But but I, I sometimes I'll just go and get in my car and yeah, I know this is probably not eco-friendly or whatever, but I will drive straight out, you know, to the hills and just see the fields and mm-hmm. see, you know, nature, nature is a, a big, uh, you Comforter. know, dose of medicine mm-hmm. for me. And, and, and when I'm in that car, I can talk to God, I can talk to my friends, I can talk to, you know, I can listen to the music on the, on the radio. I see farmland. I see, mm-hmm. uh, animals. I, you know, all of that. My drive from Fresno to Solari, if I'm going to see my family, you know, is, is, I've done it so many, mm-hmm. many, many times, but it, it's a joy. And even to the strangest things of smelling the dairy cows mm-hmm. and, and all of that, it, it's, it's, it's part of the world I've lived in all my life, and that that brings that elevates my spirits all the time. Right. Uh, you know, for for, for me, you. for me, um, I, I I ask myself, what is the most loving thing that I can do right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like in this moment, right? And many a lot of those are the answer is usually not something that I would want to do, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but I, what, what comforts me, what gives me joy, sister, is that this pleases God. Mm-hmm. Like, th- mm-hmm. this is good for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and not only just for me, but good for the, for the person or the thing or the event that I am confronted with. Uh, but also, I know that this pleases God. And I know that is always good for me. Yes, in a selfish way, I guess, that's the way that I do it. So when I remember feeling really bad, I said, okay, what is the most loving thing I can do right now? And that might be do the chore that I've been putting off or doing the work that I, or listening to the other person or just not talking or sleeping, you know, self, yeah, self love, right? Right. right. Um, that, that always kind of helps me or at least prompts me to, to, right. to do something. Uh, so yeah, so that, that, that's, I, I like that because no matter where I am, I can ask myself that. Okay, right. What, right now, what can I do? What do I do? You know, so I like that's that. great, and 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 those are little practices I think we all have to do. Know when I'm reached the point where I need to take a drive mm-hmm. or take a walk or because with with these these little lines or these little self help tips, I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. this this continues to allows you to reflect. Exactly, it prompts you to reflect and right. it prompts you to discern. To continue truly enjoying life, finding right. the joy in your life, which is hard. Right. Which is hard sometimes. Not always easy. All right. Well, okay. thank you, everyone. Yes. Uh, hopefully you have a joyful day today. <laughs> Absolutely. Have, look for those moments of joy. Yes, yes. And share them, share them with us. We'd love to hear you. Hopefully we'll be in touch uh, pretty soon here. We're, we're getting back on schedule. Yeah. Everything has settled down a little bit now that school semester started for me. Um, so we're hopefully we're getting into the rhythm of things once again. So yeah, pray for us. The confirmation, faith, family, and friends, and all of that is really, really hard to start up again. So yeah, yes, but we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. All right, everyone, take care. Okay, bye bye. Do I have to? No, no, I'm just waiting.